I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've got round nine kicking off in a couple of hours, which sees the South Sydney Rabbitohs taking on the Melbourne Storm. We'll dive into that in a minute, but some massive games in round nine. For me, uh, game of the week's really hard to pick. I think there's a number of games that are going to be really interesting. Tonight's is one of them. Uh, I think the Eels versus the Roosters, that's going to be an absolute cracker. Obviously, the Roosters missing a lot of troops, but still playing fantastic footy. A big test for the Eels. Um, you know, I, I don't think any round nine game is a must win, but I think this is one for the Eels. I think they sort of have to prove it to themselves that they are the real deal this year. Another must-win game. Uh, I know I just said they probably don't exist, but, geez, if there's ever been a round nine must-win game, it's the Raiders versus the Newcastle Knights, and I think it goes both ways. We'll get into that more as we go. Cowboys-Broncos, another really interesting game. The Manly Seagulls off a loss to the Penrith Panthers last week, taking on the Warriors. Another really interesting one there. But tonight, we see the South Sydney Rabbitohs taking on the Melbourne Storm. Obviously, a lot of troops missing for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Latrell Mitchell, he's still serving his suspension. Adam Reynolds with a thumb injury, I believe, out for a number of weeks. Campbell Graham. Uh, you've got also Joshy Mansour. So a number of guys out here. This back line for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, it is close to unrecognisable based on what we've seen in the last few weeks. Uh, obviously, Stephen Masters, a guy uh, that's done pretty well over his time. There are some defensive issues there. Uh, he comes in. He'll be playing centre alongside Braden Burns, a guy that I absolutely love Braden Burns. I think he's got so much ability. He's been very unlucky so far in his career as far as injury goes. Uh, Dane Gagai, he shifts out to the wing as well. I think he's been sensational to start this season. He's been absolutely unreal. So a couple of changes there. Dean Hawkins comes in at 5'8 as well. Made his debut a couple of weeks ago from a brilliant Matraville family, the Hawkinses. Um, and obviously Cody Walker goes back to one. Benji Marshall really helps out here. And this is what I spoke about in the preseason. As soon as Adam Reynolds goes down, you need someone to step in and steer this ship. Benji Marshall, this is where he's going to pay for himself. Going to be very interesting to see how he goes. Forward pack uh, remains sort of unchanged here. Obviously, Cam Murray, he is the main one out. Outside of him, it's unchanged. Jairo comes into 13, a guy that I 
quite heavily bagged in the preseason. And I really do think they're going to miss Cam Murray, but Jai Arrow, he is a lot better than what I expected him to be at South Sydney. So it is a loss, but I think Jai Arrow, uh, he will do enough to cover that to some extent. Obviously, coming up against Brandon Smith, a huge test for him there. Uh, for the Melbourne Storm, you know, same same squad here. You see George Jennings come back in. He's my anytime try scorer tonight. He's a guy that I'll be looking at. Remus Smith, he's had a big few weeks. I think he scored five tries in two weeks or something. Uh, he's been unreal, and no doubt, I think they'll be going to him again. I'm not sure how they're going to line up Stephen Masters and Braden Burns, but if you can work out before the game kicks off which side Stephen Masters is going to be on, I think that edge is going to be really good for any time try scorers because his lateral movement is pretty average, and there's no doubt the Melbourne Storm, uh, they would have addressed that this week. Obviously, no Ryan Pappenhausen. Nico Hines comes in there. We did see him get interchanged at the end of last week. Bellamy essentially said he was tired. Uh, a bit of a worry there, but uh, match fitness will improve week to week. And personally, I don't think it's going to matter that much. I think the Melbourne Storm will win this one reasonably comfortably here. Uh, Cameron Munster, he's sort of been floating along so far this season. You know, us, us super coach owners, you're still getting 70s and 80s each and every week without really doing a heap. Uh, surely the explosion game is coming soon. I remember when he played South Sydney last year, I believe, earlier in the season, and he was unreal against this team. So very interesting there. Jerome Hughes has been playing unbelievable footy. Uh, the talking point coming out of this game, though, Harry Grant versus Damien Cook. For me, uh, I said 18 months ago, Harry Grant, he's going to be the Australian hooker within a few years. I think there's already talk of it happening this year. So a big test for Damien Cook tonight. Obviously missing Adam Reynolds as well, a couple of other troops. So a good opportunity for him to stand up against the guy that's uh, probably going to steal his jersey by the end of the season, in my opinion. I think he probably would have been the Australian hooker at the end of last year, to be honest with you. So a really big test there. No doubt Harry Grant will be up for it. Um, and as I said, Brandon Smith, I think he's going to be key tonight. He's going to love this challenge up against the South Sydney forward. I think he's going to gather a lot of momentum. I'm going to take the Melbourne Storm. I think they'll win by about 14 or 16 points here. Uh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, they don't tend to get blown out. I don't think they will tonight. A lot of changes here. And uh, I think the Melbourne Storm, they'll be ready for this one, but I think South Sydney, I think they're at $3.80 at the moment, or somewhere around that that mark, $3.50, somewhere around there, and for me, I think that is huge overs, yeah, I, I don't think they're going to win, but I think there is some value there, um, especially if you can get a line in there somewhere, I think there is a bit of value there. Uh, the second game, uh, the first game on Friday, sorry, the early game, Penrith Panthers up against the Cronulla Sharks. Uh, look, the Cronulla Sharks, they've lost four on the trot now. Uh, three on the trot since sacking John Morris. I said that day I thought it was going to be a mistake, and it really isn't looking overly pretty. Sean Johnson, he's easing back into his football. Looked pretty average his first week. Last week looked a little bit better, uh, but they really did get blown out by the Melbourne Storm in the second half. So a big test for them here uh, against the Penrith Panthers. Uh, obviously playing... Uh, I believe this one's at Penrith Park off the top of my head from memory. Uh, so that'll be a big advantage for the Penrith Panthers. They will be really up for this game. I have no doubt about it whatsoever. Um, interesting, obviously, Origin is coming up. There's a lot of guys that are putting their hand up for Origin representative uh, honours in this Penrith Panthers side. So no doubt they'll be really keen for this one and really getting up for it. So I don't really give the Cronulla Sharks much hope, to be perfectly honest with you. I think this Penrith Panthers team, they are just humming at the moment. Everything is just working. You've got Dill Edwards back. You've got Appy Curacao back as well. Um, you know, Tyrone May coming off the bench. He's been unreal. Matty Eisenhuth, Liam Martin, all these guys on the bench I love, and we know how good uh, their starting side is. So I don't give Cronulla much hope, if any hope, 
at all there. So give me the Penrith Panthers there. I think they'll go 13 plus. I think they'll put on a good score. I'm expecting Nathan Cleary to do very well. Uh, as far as Supercoach goes, I think he'll be my captain this week. We unfortunately couldn't get the Whisperer on this week. We sort of ran out of time, to be honest with you. Uh, but I think Nathan Cleary, he will be my skipper this week. Uh, the Eels versus the Roosters, the late game on Friday night. Now, all this COVID stuff going on in the eastern suburbs of Sydney, it's just been ridiculous. This bloke that's gone around to every barbecue store in Sydney, apparently an unreal story. He's also gone to one of the cafes that I believe the Roosters uh, haunt in the eastern suburbs. So, interesting to see how that one plays out. I'm tipping they will all play. I, I, I think the, 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 there'll be a lot of smoke here without much fire, but you need to keep an eye on that. Obviously, James Tedesco, he returns this game. You need to keep an eye on that until kickoff. I'm assuming that we will know a little bit earlier whether Teddy's going to play or not. I expect that we'll know pretty soon, uh, but one to keep an eye on there. I've spoken about him a little bit. Adam Kieran coming off the bench. I think he's going to have a huge impact on the Roosters season. He was unreal for North Sydney last week in his comeback game. I actually didn't realize he played a couple of weeks ago against Melbourne. I uh, I completely missed that. I had a f- few followers send me a message to remind me, which was good. Thank you, guys. Uh, I completely missed that, but I think this kid... I think he's got so much ability. He's got so much to offer. I think he's going to play large minutes at nine over the next few weeks, and I think potentially he could be the six within a few weeks. So keep an eye on Adam Kieran. I think he's going to have a big input to a real natural footballer who looked sensational in reserve grade the other day. Very impressive. A uh, huge test for the Eels. Uh, I'm normally the first one to call them pretenders in this competition. I, As good as they go in the regular season, it's good. It's it's fantastic, all good and well. I still don't see them delivering on the big stages. Uh, this is a reasonably big stage against the Roosters, obviously missing a number of troops. James Tedesco back. they got young halves and whatnot. But this is a game that if Parramatta a fair income this year. This is a game that they will want to win, uh, that they really have to win. I think Brad Arthur will understand the importance of this game. So a big test for the Paramount Eels, especially their forward pack. Their forward pack uh, coming up against this clash against the Roosters, against Takiaho, Jared Rhea Hargraves. They're obviously without Lindsay Collins as well, which is just a massive loss. I spoke about Brett, Brett Morris a lot the other day, but I think Lindsay Collins is the one that they are really going to miss. He's going to be a huge loss to this side. Um, I have no doubt Takiyaho will, will be stepping up as the season goes. Jadre Hargraves, he's been pretty quiet to start the season, playing a lot of bench minutes. I think they're going to need a lot more out of him in the back end. So very interesting to see how it plays out. I am going to take the Roosters in this one. I think they will get the job done. Um, uh, and, you know, maybe I'm a little bit biased because I've never been overly keen on the Paramount Eels in their system, but I think the Roosters at 245, I think there is some really good value for them there. Uh, underdogs, they've been beaten up. James Tedesco walks back into this side. I think they might shock a few teams over the next few weeks. Still a quality side, I mean. Still the best fullback in the game. Still one of the best wingers in the side Daniel T- in the game, Daniel Tupu. Still arguably the two best centers in the game. If they're not the two best, they're two of the top five without a doubt. Josh Morris and Joey Manu. Sam, Sam Walker, the halfback, he's on absolute fire. Takiaho, one of the best front rowers in the game. Angus Crichton, one of the best back rowers in the game. You know how I feel about Victor Radley as well. So still a lot to offer in this side. Still a lot of experience. I think the old firm might get the job done here. Ryan Madison returns in the back row. Sensational to see him back. It was a scary few weeks there for Matto, but glad to see him back playing his footy. Uh, we said a number of weeks ago, we think it's a matter of time until Sean Lane gets shafted out of this starting team. It's happened this week, obviously. Isaiah Papali'i, he will start with Matto in the back row. Nathan Brown, named to start at 13. Uh, very interesting. He looked like he was half dead last week. So keep an eye on Brownie. Could be changes there. If they lose Nathan Brown, 
I think the Roosters are massive value there. I think they are huge. So keep an eye on that. If you see Brownies ruled out, get on the Roosters very quickly. That rounds out the Friday night games. Saturday, 3 p.m., we've got the Canberra Raiders taking on the Newcastle Knights. As I said, the Desperation Cup here. These are two teams that cannot afford another loss. Uh, obviously, the Canberra Raiders, you know, I've spoken about it. It's all been off-field over the last few weeks, all the talking off the field and whatnot. Um, they've lost four in a row, which is very un-Canberra Raiders. And, you know, I, I don't know if we are diving too deep. I mean, they have had a tough four-week draw. Uh, they got beat by the Parramatta Eels, the Penrith Panthers, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, I mean. Three pretty quality teams there. Then they played the Cowboys, who are extremely hard to read, extremely hard to prepare for. They played them up in North Queensland, very hot up there, very different to Canberra. So a tough road trip there. So I don't know. Maybe we're looking too far into the Canberra Raiders, but I think all the off-field stuff has played its role as well. Uh, but I think this is a must-win for the Canberra Raiders. Must-win for the Newcastle Knights as well. I said last week that this team, they're going a lot worse than what people are talking about. Um, they're just lucky that there's shitter teams around. They came up against the Roosters without James Tedesco, without Boyd Corner, without Jake Friend, without all these guys. They got beat by 34 points in Newcastle. It is a serious worry what's going up there at the moment at Newcastle. And I think the Canberra Raiders will get up for this one. I've tipped them the last few weeks. They haven't produced. I think the Raiders do win this one. But... It's a massive game for both these sides. And look, the Newcastle Knights, of those last five, had some good opponents. They had the Sydney Roosters, obviously, who did a number on. They had the Penrith Panthers, who they really hung in that game. Uh, They also had the Dragons and the Tigers. They got dusted by as well and beat the Sharks, you know, in the last couple of minutes. So really hasn't been impressive for the Newcastle Knights in any way, shape, or form. This one, it will be extremely interesting. A must-win game for both of them, as I said. Uh, We'll see what both these teams are made of this week. Uh, The 5.30 game on Saturday, we've got the West Tigers taking on the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, Obviously, the West Tigers coming off a huge win last week against the Dragons. That was sensational for them, a game that I tipped them to win. Uh, I thought they were pretty impressive, to be honest with you. I thought Dane Laurie was sensational. Uh, A really good team performance. Adam Dwayne He's playing sensational footy at the moment, a guy that I've been pretty critical of over my time. Uh, but over the last few weeks, he really has performed. But it's the it's the consistency that we want to see from this side, which we have failed to see for so long. So as much as I tipped them last week, geez, I find it hard to back them up this week. It is going to be a really tough call. This is the one that I probably find the hardest to call of the week, to be honest with you. Uh, the Titans... Obviously, they, they led, what, 22-0 after 15 minutes against the Broncos the other night. You know, the game was done and dusted, especially they, they were in a could-not-lose position and managed to lose it. And look, the disappointing thing was that, obviously, you know, they weren't playing the Roosters or the Penrith Panthers. I mean, they were playing the Brisbane Broncos. I mean, they haven't won a game against someone not called the Canterbury Bulldogs in, I think it's 450 days or something. So to get dusted by Big Brother when you start that way really hurt them. And a guy that I spoke about earlier today, I was talking about him a bit lately. I know everyone wants to praise him left, right and centre, but they need more out of David Fafita. They really do. I don't need to go into any more detail there. But this will be a big test for the Gold Coast Titans halves for me, Fogarty and Ash Taylor. Uh, this is a team, the Tigers, they are incredibly hard to prepare for. Tell me they're shit, tell me they suck, blah, blah. No one's more negative on them than I am, but good God, they are hard to prepare for. You literally don't know what you're going to get. You don't know until the 30th minute which West Tigers team has shown up. Sometimes you don't know until the 50th minute which side has showed up here. So... A big test of the Titans' halves just to stick to their structure, stick to their game plans, let their forwards roll through the middle. I have no doubt they will if they play well. Uh, the Titans should be winning this one. I think they will win this game. I think they'll bounce back after a very disappointing last week. Obviously, 
Also had Isan Masters join the team this week. I can't see him playing this week, but that one will be really interesting. A guy that has so much attacking upside, but has so much defensive downside. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. And right now, I'm not sure if the Titans really needed a defensive liability to walk into their back line. I had a number of people commenting on my page, including uh, one of the guys we had on for a podcast a couple of months ago, Simon Wolford, former Canberra Raiders and St. George Lawara Dragons hooker, uh, who also mentioned that this bloke essentially can't tackle. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that one plays out. I am going to take the Titans in this one. I can't say I'm confident about it, though. Uh, one of those 50-50 games. Saturday night, we see the North Queensland Cowboys taking on the Brisbane Broncos. Brisbane, as I said, coming off that big win against the Titans last week. Unreal. So much confidence coming out of it. And the man that was key to it was the halfback, Tyson Gamble. Uh, I love the way he went about his business the other night. He was sensational. The confidence that he walked onto that field with was unreal. I, I remember watching him as he ran out, looking at him going, Jesus, this is going to go one of two ways. And after 10 minutes, I thought I knew I thought I knew which way it was going, and then it got completely flipped on its head. He had a, a smart play, call it a dog play, call it whatever the hell you want. He had a smart play where he got one of the Titans players, Sinbin, and then he celebrated like they'd just scored the match-winning try, and I love that. That's what got the Brisbane Broncos up. I know that some people don't like seeing that sort of stuff. I had a lot of people message me and saying, why the hell is this goose celebrating getting someone sent from the field? It was a win. It was a huge momentum swing. It turned that game on its head for me. And I love the passion that Tyson Gamble came into that game with. I think it's something that the Brisbane Broncos have lacked. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. for a very long time and I think it's sensational to see. I think the kid's going to be really good for them. His test though is the week-to-week grind uh, and that begins now. He had last week unbelievable win, still conceded 22 points in the first 15 minutes, came back and won it. He was unreal, sensational. Now the NRL starts to kick in. He's got to do it week after week. Uh, for the North Queensland Cowboys obviously lost to New Zealand the week before. Uh, look, allowed the New Zealand Warriors to get out to a big lead, chase them down. But as has always been the big problem with the North Queensland Cowboys, they weren't able to seal the deal at the end. They weren't able to put the cue in the rack and really finish them off, which is a big worry. Geez, I'm really torn in this game. These two games on Saturday, they are really tough to pick. The Cowboys uh, coming off a loss, Broncos coming off a win. I think I am going to go with the Broncos. I'm going to go with the Broncos. I think they win two in a row against two Queensland teams. Uh, Big punt. I understand that. I feel like the Cowboys are potentially waiting around to get Tom Dearden off the Broncos. I think you could see a change at the end of this week, quite possibly, after this game's done, so early next week. I'm going to take the Broncos in this one. I think that they got a lot of passion out of last week. You've got a guy like Tavita Pangai Jr. I was speaking about him a little bit this week, that he's trying to push for origin. He'll be looking for a big game, and a really good opportunity for him to go head-to-head with Jason Taumalolo. Not not head-to-head. He'll obviously be, be playing out on the edge and whatnot, but I think it's a really good opportunity for him to shine in this local derby game. The Broncos win two in a row. If he stars in both of them, that's massive for him. So I'm going to take the Broncos there. Uh, another one that I can't say I'm overly confident on, but I think it's going to be one of those weeks where a lot of weird things happen. Sunday afternoon footy. 
Definitely Seagulls, New Zealand Warriors. Jeez, it feels like I was only watching these two teams play a couple of weeks ago, doesn't it? Uh, the Manly Seagulls, obviously... Coming up against the Penrith Panthers last week, getting dusted. Uh, the Panthers, I don't think they played their best footy. They just went through their, their motions and um, put the put the cleaners through them, really, the Manly Seagulls. And look, wasn't unexpected, but this Manly team, they are obviously so improved with that one man, Tom Dravojevic. I think he's going to be key to this game, and that's obviously extremely obvious. But, um, you know, I think if Turbo is in the top two players on the field, I don't think Manly can possibly lose. So I think a lot of it comes down to him, because you know the New Zealand Warriors, you know exactly what you're going to get with the Warriors. Say what you want, they are a reasonably consistent side. Yeah, they always show up. They got blown out by the Melbourne Storm a couple of weeks ago, but outside of that, they are really consistent. I love the way, like, you, you I feel like for the first time ever, you know that the New Zealand Warriors, they're going to show up, they're going to put up a good fight, they're going to hang in the contest, which I love to see. Uh, a couple of potential changes in this game. Obviously, you have got Chanel Harris-Tavita on the bench. If he comes in, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Reese Walsh. I don't think they'll move Roger out of fullback again, to be honest with you, especially against this side in a game that they really can win. So he might go to center. You might see Rocco Berry drop out. You've also got Ewan Aitken coming into this side. So potentially you could see Reese Walsh drop back to Jersey 14, depending on how it all plays out. I don't think he's the sort of guy you want to chuck on the wing. I, I think you want him in and around the ball. So... I've honestly got no idea how this is going to play out, to be perfectly honest with you. You might see Cody Nikarima spend some time at 14, but I think he's been sensational at 7. So, yeah, as I said, if, if Chanel Harris-Tavita does start, you'll see changes here somewhere. I've got no idea what they're going to look like, but worth keeping an eye on. Uh, in this game, I'm going to take the Manly Seagulls at Brookvale. Uh, I think that's the way it's going to go. Give me the Manly Seagulls over the New Zealand Warriors. I think that'll be Manly Seagulls. Uh I'd probably take the under 6.5 here, to be honest with you. I think this will be a close game. Uh, the last game of the week, you got the Dragons taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. God, I mean, I've spoken about some games that have been unpredictable leading into this week. This game, I've got no idea with. I've said it a few times, but I remember sitting here a couple of weeks over the Dragons saying, hey, leading into Origin, they could be sitting in fourth place with their draw. That was when they'd won four in a row. Since then, they've lost three in a row. They have looked awful. Canterbury Bulldogs, they won their first game two weeks ago against the Cronulla Sharks. Had a lot of people messaging me saying how impressive was it. Look, it really wasn't that much of an impressive win. They were pretty average. The emotions around it were great. So good to see them win that game. But football-wise, it really wasn't overly impressive. And I think it showed last week against the Parramatta Eels. And I said in my review against the Eels, it just worried me how often Canterbury had bodies around the ball and they simply weren't able to stop it. Um, You know, for me, that's a desperation. That's an effort problem. So um, I'm not going to take the Canterbury Bulldogs here. I can't do it. I'm going to take the Dragons. Once again, I'm not confident. I tipped against them last week. Uh, and we obviously saw Zach Lomax go down. A couple of things go against them, but the West Tigers got the job done there. I think the Dragons, they will bounce back in this game. I think Ben Hunt, he's better than what he showed last week. I think Corey Norman's been pretty good recently. Um, and I think this will be a game that they'll be looking forward to. This one's at Jubilee. Um, yeah, I, I think that you will see some more changes as well. You've obviously got... Uh, Jack Bird named at centre with Fui Mayano, obviously with Zach Lomax out. I don't think you'll see Fui Mayano play there. I think you might see the young fella, uh, the other FIA guy, come in. So you'll have Matt and Max potentially on the same side, which I think would be sensational to see. Max is probably the one I prefer. He obviously made his debut last week. And if you did pick him up in Supercoach, sensational. Um, 
I'm not sure if I mentioned it or not last week. He was a guy that I was really keen on in my draft comps. Uh, he's his base stats are just unreal. They have been in New South Wales Cup for a last for a long time. Always rubs his sleeves up. Always really gets stuck into it. Really strong fella too. I believe Matthew. He's a little bit quicker than Max. Max is more more, more of a stronger body. Uh, but I think these two they have got a massive future in rugby league. We've been hearing about these two for quite some time. So I'm going to take the Dragons in that one. I, I would love to see one of these two twins stay in this team long term and then hopefully that would see Jack Bird start to shift into the middle, into Jersey 13 or into the back row because I think that's where he has to be uh, sooner rather than later. He's just getting wasted out there. So this week, I'm going to take the Melbourne Storm tonight to beat the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Penrith Panthers over the Sharks, Roosters over the Eels, give me the Canberra Raiders over the Newcastle Knights, the Titans over the Tigers, the Broncos over the Cowboys, the Manly Seagulls over the New Zealand Warriors, and I'll take the Dragons to beat the Canterbury Bulldogs. We went seven from eight last week, a very good week. We thoroughly enjoyed that one. Big upset there with the Tigers that we hit. Very happy with that. This week, hopefully we can do one better. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 